Welcome back, everyone. Happy holidays. Happy New Year coming at you soon enough. Dr. Die and the kid taking it on tailgate king style. One-on-one motto a motto. Week 17 picks. We're going to run through these babies. We're going to do them like three minutes a game. All right, Casey? I got you on a timer. All right? All right, I'm down. Three minutes a game, I think, is what we're going to do. Hey, look, this is a pretty exciting week, man. I mean, look, I think... Every one of these games, except for Cards Falcons, has playoff or playoff implications of some way. Yeah, it's such a Te- weird season. Technically, the Jags t- Texans doesn't, but I'm going to say that it does because if the Jags win and then they beat the Titans, they make it to the playoffs with an above 500 record. Crazy. So you know, otherwise, Crazy. otherwise, we're going to talk about could we see two teams both from the South with sub 500 records? In the playoffs. Well, first of all, before we jump into the games, uh, how how was your Christmas? Oh, you know, Christmas was pretty good, man. You know, I mean, it was a uh, it was pretty nice. I got to go see the family, got to go yeah. hang out in Vegas, took the good weather with me. I heard yeah. it was very cold while I was gone. It was pretty chilly. I'm sorry, yeah. I took the sun with me to Vegas. Yeah, I think it, I think it got down to like, and this might not sound cold to some people in the country, but. Then got down to like nineteen and uh like a uh, an eight degree wind chill or something. I heard there was some some pipes bursting in some places. We got lucky, we didn't. Right. But uh, the the pipes on our home are uh, winterized, so we we were we were good. <laughs> we were good. Yeah, yeah. What about you, man? How was how was Christmas with the baby? It was good, man. Um, you know, we we got to about six p.m. on Christmas Day, and we were like, man, my wife and I looked at each other. And we said, man, this is probably the least stressful Christmas we've ever had. It was, uh, I've got some family that's not doing Christmas till the middle of January because some people were out of town. So we got to cut some of the homes out that we typically visit. So less homes we had to visit. But the biggest thing was, um, for a lot of, I'm going to peel the curtain back a little bit. But um, as Di knows here, we're, we're buying a home. So um, hopefully we're closing in the next three weeks or so. But we got to do Christmas morning in our home right, with our son right, for the right, first right, time. Yeah, so yeah. That's that what, was pretty that's big. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's got to be a total 180 from yeah, last Christmas. 100%. 100% was. Yeah, much different situation that we were in last year right. and now. And now you're here and you, nothing else. You're, you're, you're settled-ish. Yeah, and we, we had our and we had all of our dogs too. So oh, this, I, Yeah, first better, time we had all of our dogs since we moved great. back. So, um, yeah, it was a really great Christmas. We, we got our son this little, it's like a, I think they call it like a nugget couch. It comes in like multiple different pieces that you can rearrange to All make right. it into different uh, like forts, shapes. That's super cool. plush. He already loves it. Um, but yeah, really good, man. Can't complain. Now my ne- my nephew, my nephew is tur- he just turned five. Yeah, uh, he was he was like I said borderline five for Christmas, and. Um, and all he wanted for Christmas was a drone. I have no idea huh? why. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> but I am not the person that buys you the drone. Uncle Uncle does not buy you the no, drone. No. Dad, mom buy you the drone if you're getting a drone sort of thing. Yep. So um, we did Christmas with, with them before they did family Christmas, which uh, was technically a mistake. Because mom and dad did get him a drone, but... But not yet. And he I doesn't see, know I it. See, I see. So every present he opened was pure disappointment. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to that age because. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Yeah. He's like, this is not what I want. This is not. He doesn't even finish opening it. My, my, my nephew, uh, he, he, all he asked me for, because he knew that I was going to be the one to buy it, 
Uh, all he asked me, and funny enough, you were talking about this the other day, but he asked me for Pokemon cards. Right, right. So he was like, can I get Pokemon cards for Christmas? I said, you know what, buddy? I got you. So he didn't expect it from anybody else. He knew Uncle Casey was going to get See, a Pokemon I wish I knew cards. that he yeah. was into Pokemon at right, that point. Right, yeah, because you could have bought some from right. that store you walked right. into. I mean, I got him I got him like a Spider-Man paint kit, and then I, yeah. and then I bought myself paints from them nice. so we could all paint together. Not at all interested anymore. Uh, Not in that drum. My sister turned to me and she goes... Well, I know what we're opening first tomorrow. Right, yeah. right, yeah. <laughs> God. Well, that's good, man. I'm glad you had a good Christmas. Yeah. I, I will, we'll ask uh, Chef Chad next week. Yeah, like I said, we got to get the rest of the gang back. Like I said, as we yeah. get into the new year, Tailgate King's going to evolve a little bit. Hopefully, like I said, we can get some some video podcasts going, mm-hmm. maybe even. Like I said, we're going to... We're trying to update, so hopefully stick with us. Like I said, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know like I said, what you want to know about. Because as we get towards the end of football, basketball season, in my opinion, just started. Yep. You know, it's I getting mean, hot and heavy. Luca oh. with a 60, 21, and 10 triple not, not double. Like that, but you know, I, I'm watching Joker, and I didn't, I haven't watched a lot of, 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 of Joker, and, and that's kind of on me. You know, it's a two time MVP. Yeah, back to know, back. Yeah. Back to back, you know, and so it's. My- like, so like, but 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 Den- Denver has never been somebody to scare somebody. I think I even saw it on Twitter the other day. Like one of the players even tweets like nobody's ever gone to Denver scared the, right. about getting them. But I watched Denver on Christmas. Yeah, and wow. Did you see Aaron Gordon's dunk? Yeah. Oh God. Oh God. That was. <laughs> I'm so glad they didn't call that. A oh charge. no. I mean, I'm glad, glad they changed I'm, the I'm call. I'm so glad I'm they like, went back. Oh, like, how was that? Because he even. Yeah, like, he was moving back. What was yeah. the guy shot? What's the guy's line? Uh, shot. Uh, he was making all the threes at the end. Yeah, I don't remember who it was that. But, but no, he even he even like flinched, moved, moved back, and took. I'm like, oh, but yeah, no, that that's probably. Oh, that might be the great, greatest dunk I've seen on Christmas. That's it was, for sure. yeah, uh, Landry Shamit. Sorry, it's Landry Shamit. That's why I said I just, yeah. knew it was an SH. Used like, to be on the Clippers. Yeah, but uh, but man, I mean, look, I think I think this Denver team might be different than they've been the past couple of years. Yeah, you know, I think because I'm watching that team and then thinking about. Uh, what you guys said, Lucas said about playing in the NBA versus playing overseas, about how it's so easy to score and whatnot. Yeah. That's what I see with Joker. Yeah. Except the Joker's a, he's not Luca. He's a, whatever, seven foot, he's a, he's a big man. Yeah. But, he's a massive human, yeah. Like I said, if, if, if he was Luca's size, he'd probably be putting up even more, probably facilitating so. even more. It's just, it's, it's insane to well, see the, these European players coming over here. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you look at, if you look at, let's say, top five players in the league, some people would argue, because some people don't put LeBron in the top five right now, but, I mean, if you look at the game that LeBron just had on his 38th birthday, he dropped 47 points. Um, So I I think that a lot of people consider the top five players in the league to all be foreign-born players. And, uh, I mean, if you just name four of those, Luka... Um, Jok- Jokic, Giannis, Giannis. and uh, Joel Embiid. Oh, Embiid, yeah and, yeah. and then some people might throw Tatum in at that fifth spot. And, you know, he's, he's American-born. But regardless, um, the influence on, uh, from the um, European side of the game and just the foreign game in general um, is at a level that I don't think we've ever seen before. And I think it's really kind of a uh, precursor to what it's going to be for the next 20 to 30 years. I mean, it, it, it's really crazy how, like you said, that just how it's kind of just taken. It used to be like, yeah. you know, like a unicorn. Like, oh, you know, there's dirt, you know. There's you're gonna, you'll get a guy that comes in every now and then, and he's like, you're like, oh, my God, yeah. like, where did he come from? Mm-hmm. And now it's like, I don't know, man. And, like, and, and, like, and, and the guys we used to think, like, like Draco and whatnot, the yeah. guys – you know that we went for like like a lot of them didn't pan out. Yeah. Now they're panning out, and 
Joker scares me. Like, because he's so... I don't think Joker plays to his full potential in some ways. I think he plays no. the game nice and easy. That's got him and Luca both have that in common. Yeah. No, yeah. Luca Luke, Luke, Luke does, but Luca's got that edge cuz he I mean he drives, he drives more, he can dribble drives, sure, you know what I'm sure. saying? I, I don't think I've never seen I don't watch like I said, I've watched enough Joker to see it, but I haven't seen Joker have to take over a game. Yeah. And I'm kind of scared of what that might look like right. when he does have to take over a game or you know, as we've seen it with a bunch of guys, when they have to take over a game, you get to that next level. You see yeah. Luka do it with the Mavericks a lot because the Mavericks wouldn't win if for a while if Luka yeah. didn't take over a game. Well, and it's so crazy. You look at – so Kobe said this before before he uh, his untimely passing. Um, he was – Kobe played in Italy as a child. Like yeah, He was right, playing right. at like 14, 15 years old against – there's there's an iconic picture where you can see Kobe as a kid wearing some Converse uh, – um, basketball shoes and he's playing next to this grown ass man right. you know in in one of those Euroleague games and um he he Kobe even said it he's like look man these guys focus on fundamentals in a way that NBA and American basketball it can't even like, right. think no, we, of we focus on dunks or yeah. whatever or now Flashy, I guess three pointers blah, blah, blah. on three pointers yeah right. right and so um it's just he he even said he's like man these guys and their fundamentals on a totally different level and if they ever make it here to the States, it's like game over. And now we're kind of seeing that happen. And it's, it's so crazy to watch. And I, I, I'm glad that you were talking about Jokic and singing his praises. There's this one, and again, little nuances in basketball that you don't, if you, if you don't really, not saying that you don't, but like as a casual fan, if you're just watching, if you're not really paying attention, you don't really notice those things. But Jokic is really good at, I know this is going to sound silly, but he's really good at keeping the ball away from other players. He's really good at keeping the ball above his head while also being able to make the pass or make the shot or do whatever he needs to do above his head without the ball coming down. Dude is seven feet tall. <laughs> it, it, unless you're a center, you're not reaching that ball. Right, and so right. as a seven-foot tall guy who can drive, who can facilitate, who can shoot, who can basically and do I whatever he needs to do. Around, the team around him now. I and think That's another thing, too. They've been injured. I think they've slowly built this team out. I think now this team looks complete. Yeah. The Denver this is the best Denver Nuggets team I think I've ever seen. Probably. And yeah. uh and I still don't think people and they I know they're number one right now and but nobody's talking about. It. Nobody's talking. Yeah. Like they well, still nobody believes in Denver. Right. And I wanna I wanna put it on the map right now that I I'm buying into this okay. this, I don't this hate nice that. this nice and easy, but I wanna see more I wanna see Jokic have to take over a game. Well, and that, I wanna and, see I just, agree. I, I agree. wanna see what it looks like. When, like, there's blood in his mouth and he's just yeah. got to, like, get that dunk yeah. or whatever, you know? Well, and that's, and that's another thing. You said that, too. This is probably one of the um, one of the best, if not the best, Denver team we've ever seen. But we were supposed to see this Denver team a year ago, two seasons ago, right. three that's seasons ago. Right, what I'm ago. saying. People have been yeah. waiting. Jamal Murray right. was out with that ACL. Mm-hmm. Michael Porter Jr. misses time like mm-hmm. it's his job. Um, and now, now you bring Aaron Gordon in, and Aaron right. Gordon's really fine in his role. I think that and Aaron Jamal's Gordon's healthy and whatnot. Exactly. And like I said, I, I think this might finally. Yeah. I think yeah. Aaron Gordon's biggest thing was the Magic wanted him to be the guy, and while Aaron Gordon is really <laughs> great and is has All Star maybe potential, I don't think that he was ever supposed to be the guy. Not in today's NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he's he's shown he can step out and extend his range a little more. And being that number two or number three guy. Oh yeah, no, it's Man, a, it's that's a world deadly. Of, a world, no, but when your number one guy technically is Jokic, yeah, like there's no pressure because I don't. I feel like feel like playing the Jokic has to be like, the, like I said, he's, right? He facilitates really well. He gets his points. 
I don't feel like there's ego there at all. I don't know no. what he's like behind the scenes, but I don't know if there's any ego there. I don't there. think so either. You know, it's like he has to be the easiest one to play with in some Probably. ways, right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, man, that Denver team is is fantastic, and we could we could spend forever talking about about hoops, which we'll we'll start like doing said, soon. Like I said, we're getting into hoops, everybody. So if you're hoops fans, like I said, yeah. we'll probably have some Jackson and the kids shows. Because I mean, we're in Louisiana, hoops. dude. We got to start talking about these pels. Oh yeah, no, these that's pels true. are ridiculous. That's true. You, man. You, heard, you heard the quote about Zion, right? He's not playing basketball; he's playing football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> or it's all like boo hoo, boo hoo. Yeah. yeah, come on, like. Uh, Whatever, but I, I one <laughs> quote that I did recently see from Zion, I saw it this morning actually, that I really love. He said, you know, it's time for New Orleans to be a basketball city, man. He came out and he's like, the Saints been holding it down, and I respect them for that. But it's time for the Pels to well, be good we, too. We said that. We said yeah. that f- four years ago when Jordan went and blew up the Pels to bring them all to L.A. It's like Jordan. I mean, not Jordan. LeBron. 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 LeBron should have just come and been the king of New Orleans. Exactly. Why didn't you just come? Exactly. He, he could have been the king of every Marty Robert. Could you imagine? Like I said, it's just that's so a what could have been. What a big miss on LeBron's part. Honestly, I'm gonna throw that in his face every time. Like yeah. LeBron, he should have le- the- left after he got the first ring. Uh, and he's like, look, I he did what I had to do. His own movie studio in New Come Orleans, on, done everything he wanted. Bit more business adventures. Mm-hmm. Come on, mm-hmm. Le- LeBron, you hear it, bro? Come you hear it? Look, and it's not too late, LeBron. I'm yeah. sure you can play with Zion. Can man. Play with Zion. Can play with Zion. Yeah. Oh God, LeBron, Zion, oh, Brandon Ingram. Oh, like get. Get rid of AD. Leave him over there. Go play with <laughs> There you go. Yeah, hey. Look, we got you over here. I'm going to go over there where you left. So. Exactly. Oh, man. All right. All right. So, like I said, we're going to have more NBA. Like I said, make sure you hit up at the tailgate kid. That's right. Hit up the kid. Let him know what's up. You got some NBA takes or something else because the kid knows his game. And you can always hit up the tailgate king that's chef. He knows the game, too. You can hit up me and, 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 and teach me at King's Teal Game. Because <laughs> if you ask Jackson, Dye knows nothing about the game. I know nothing about the NBA. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Nothing. I, 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 would you see that rugby NBA thing I sent you? Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I did. Oh, yeah. All right. Week 17, baby. Week 17. Like I said, nearly every one of these NFL games has playoff implications. Except for, like I said, two. The Cards and the Falcons which in some ways has, like, first pick and second pick mm. has pick implications. And the Jags-Texans, because the Jags-Titans game is the one that's going to decide the South. But still, if the Jags win and beat the Titans, they at least would make it to the playoffs with an above 500 record. So let's Crazy. go. Let's start it off with the Saints, who still have playoff hopes. The Saints versus the Eagles, who want to hold on to the number one seed. But Casey, no Jalen Hurts, man. No Jalen Hurts this week. All right, but the Eagles still five-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Overrunners, 41-and-a-half. What do you think about Gardner Minshew? We got three minutes. Put it on the clock, and we'll go. Um, I don't mind Gardner Minshew. I, I still like the Eagles. I think I, I did pick Dallas to beat them last right, week right. just because I think that Dallas is a, a, a better team uh, than New Orleans, obviously. But it's also an interdivisional game last week. So a lot of things at stake. You never know what can happen with interdivisional games. And it came down 40-34 win for Dallas. That kind of gives me an idea that Eagles are still going to be fine without Hurts for these last few weeks going into the playoffs. I mean, they have a team. Minshew can throw the ball. Exactly. Let's not pretend like he wasn't a starting quarterback just two seasons ago. And, and let's so. not pretend like that, that wide receiver group isn't pretty fantastic. That defense, that O-line. Oh, everything. The, the running backs. Like The one The one problem was is that Hurts got hurt. And he got hurt like I thought Josh Allen was going to get hurt in a right, sense. You know, right. I kept saying these quarterbacks, when they run, 
when you don't have to, and Hurts doesn't have to. He's got yeah. Kenneth Gainwell. He's got Miles Sanders. Also, this probably kills Jalen Hurts' MVP chances. It, it uh, might. It, already it, it, too many people were questioning whether or not he deserved it, and now missing a few games, you've got to consider him I mean, basically every, out everything, of it. it. Everything kind of takes a couple steps back when you get hurt like yeah. this. Yeah. And then, you know, like I said, Minshew comes in and lights it up again next week. There's going to be people, and there's going to be a couple idiots in Philly. Yeah. But they're going to be calling for Minshew should be the starter, not yeah. Hurts. What are you doing? Yeah, Minshew's the future. We don't want Hurts, which is ridiculous. I'm taking Philly here. Um, hate to hate to hate on the uh, so New Saint, Orleans boys. over for the Saints, huh? I think this season, yeah. Derek Carr going to be a Saint next season? <laughs> mm, man, I don't know about that. I, I'm still I'm hearing through the rumor mill a lot of what I've been saying the last few weeks is Carr for Rodgers, Green Bay and Las Vegas. I can't swap. see it. I, I, I would hate it, dude. I really don't want Carr in Green just, Bay. I, I just, but you know, I think the quote from Devontae Adams coming out saying, you know, I came here to play with this guy, yeah. sort of thing. Uh, then it screws the pooch. Get his, I, I don't think he wants Rodgers. I don't know. Maybe he does. I don't know. What maybe. To, I mean, I have no idea what Devontae. But anyways. What happens with the Saints? Because this would like I'm with you. I think the Eagles win five and a half. Is that enough though? Uh, I think they score more than I think they win by at least a touchdown. Yeah, they should, but you never know. Kamara, this is the time of year where Kamara starts playing, and all True. you gotta do is throw the ball to him, True. man. Christmas like, last year, he dropped those five touchdowns. Right. right? I mean, yeah. all you gotta do is throw the ball to Kamara. Forty-one and a half, going over or under here. Um, give me the under on that. Really? Yeah, I'm going to go the under on that. Um, two really good defenses going against each other here. And, um, and I think it's probably going to be a lot of run game that's going to be in, in this. So, yeah, give me the under on that. Give me the Eagles with the points. I mean, last um, week the Eagles almost put up 41 and a half by themselves. Where, where do the Saints go from here? I mean, you gotta, you got to make a move at quarterback. I don't know exactly who the move is. Maybe we see that over the next few weeks going into the playoffs. Um, but you, you got to get part of them wants Ian Book back? Um, probably not at this point. No, uh, I think at this point, with the talent you have around you, you got to go out and get a vet. All right. Well, like I said, give me the Eagles, give me the over. And like I said, we're right under the three minute mark because here comes the rooster, baby. There it is. Woo! All right. So let's go on. <laughs> that's there. our that's our little alarm for that's our three minute drill. That's how, that's how we know. We we'll right. call that the three minute drill. All right, baby. Let's uh let's go next game. Cards and Falcons. Like I said, this one's not really important except it's. It's curious because the cars are starting, what did I say his name, with David Blau? Was David that Blau. It? David Blau, which means that with him and Stidham starting this week, the NFL is starting the most quarterbacks in a season they have since 2007. Wow. 64 quarterbacks. Hey, what, what did I tell you guys? Four quarterbacks. What I tell you guys throughout this whole season? This season feels like a mid two thousand season. 64 quarterbacks. On top of that, only 11 teams have started the same quarterback every game. Wow. Only eleven. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a lot of quarterbacks. Yeah, sixty four quarterbacks. Like I said, if you didn't know who you're starting at the end of the season in fantasy, you might have a completely yeah. different quarterback. At this if point. you didn't know who you're starting in fantasy at the end of the season, don't worry. Neither did most of these hey, NFL teams. Both these so. teams also, like I said, Cards are on their four starting quarterback. Falcons, I think. Only on the second. I, th- I don't think they let Felipe they, Franks, right? Just, uh, I don't think so. Like, I think so it's, it's just, just been like Mariota and Felipe. Ritter, to Ritter, right? Oh, Ritter. Yeah, my bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah so, no Felipe. Falcons cards. Falcons five-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Over-under again is 41-and-a-half. Basically the same sort of situation, but with two different teams. Casey, I'm taking the Falcons here because I don't know what the cards have. Yeah, I'm also going to take the Falcons here. Uh, <laughs> I'm probably going to go under on the points. Um, but this feels like... Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm probably going to go under, but I don't know if I'm giving the Falcons five and a half. This feels like a 
ugly, low-scoring, win-by-a-field-goal-at-home type of game. Um, what's it, 41 and a half? 41 and a half. Yeah, I'm like a under two. Yeah. 16 to 13 All right, right so at the end or let's, something. Let's look at both these teams now. All right, which one of them has the brighter future for you, Casey? Because the Falcons, while they might not have a quarterback right now, maybe they do, maybe they don't, they got Drake London, they got Kyle Pitts when he comes back, and he should be better than he was this season. They got Tyler Algier, who's looking good as a rookie running back. They got Cordero Patterson. Cards have a great wide receiving core in a sense with Hollywood Brown and D-Hop and whatnot. And they got James Conner in the backfield. But yeah. they got, they're both, I mean, I don't know, you're, like I said, sell me on Kyler Murray one more time. Uh, if or sell me on the cards. If we're looking at the brighter future of the two, I really got to say that I think Atlanta has the brighter future. I mean, uh, I mean is, it, is Cliff Kingsbury going to still be the coach? Next I don't season? think so. Honestly, I, mean, I don't think so. Is he the next one gone? It, it's one of them has to go. It's got to be Kingsbury or it's got to be Murray. And like we've said a million times already, a, a team is going to find a new coach to try to fit with their quarterback, then they're going to release a quarterback that they just paid. I mean, God. Or trade him away. I mean, I just wonder, I really wonder what this does. Unless it's like Cause, a cause, cause like Kyler I, Murray for Derek Carr type situation. I go back to John Robinson got fired for giving Tannehill that deal, so he couldn't sign A.J. Brown. We've seen these quarterback deals, like with Russell Wilson and Kyler yeah. Murray. You know, I mean, a lot of these guys. Give me Atlanta, by the way. Yeah, yeah, taking the Falcons, baby. All right, here comes the rooster. <laughs> All right, next up, baby. Next up, we're going Bears and Lions. Yeah, this one's got playoff implications still because if the Lions win, they're still in the driver's seat for that playoff spot. All right, six-point favorites at home. Lions look good. I say Lions look good, and then last week they go lay an eight. That's kind of what the Lions do, though. They kind of do, you know. Um, Hey, that running game for Carolina is legit. Let's not pretend that it's not – they took what they did had was run CMC and have translated great with yeah. Foreman and Hubbard. So Lions just got run all over. But the Bears could do that too, man. They got Justin Fields. They got David Montgomery. I don't this one's tough. This is a tough game for me to pick. I'm taking the Lions, but I'm not like t- I'm taking the Lions over under 52 and a half. I'm taking the over, but I'm not touching the point spread. Because I don't have a clue. Lions win games all sorts of weird ways. What? Yeah, I, I mean I'm gonna take the Lions here. I think they're just the better team. Um, man, I kind of hate that I have them winning here because, um, little spoiler alert. Oh, do you have your Packers losing? Uh, no. Oh. Uh, but uh, we do play the Lions in the last week no, of the no, season. No, that's, no, that's the play so, game. Yeah, I so. I know, both your Packers and, and the Lions. We're right there. Out. No, you yeah. have to win out, both, both teams. Man, it's going to be tough. Give me the Lions in this one for sure. But six points, I don't know, that feels kind of weird. Uh, at home, especially since we don't know what Detroit will do or won't do. Like I said, it, it it's such a weird number, you know. It feels like a number they should easily cover, but then you wouldn't be surprised if they're kicking a field goal to win with the final second. What's the what's the over under on this one again? Fifty-two and a half, I think. Fifty-two yeah. and a half. Oh, yeah, no, oh well, there's not a lot of defense being played. I don't think there's going to be a lot of defense. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's a tough. And don't forget, to call, it, this is this is in a dome as well, so even though it's in Detroit, it's not going to be frozen. Yeah, that's a tough number to call on that. I I I would be tempted to take the over myself. But yeah, I'll go the over with you just because there's not a lot of defense being played. But guys, if you're picking a game to bet on, stay away from this one. Yeah, this is, <laughs> this is one I think just to enjoy. Yeah, this will be a fun game. It's like, look, you've got Justin Fields, you got David Montgomery, you've got a really interesting, I think, Chicago team going forward in the future. I think Justin Fields is the quarterback of the future 
for uh for, for for Chicago. You just need some weaponry, man. And on the flip side, man, like I said, we're seeing these Lions, and I think these Lions are a year early sort of thing, you know? Right. And so if they make the playoffs, great. But if they don't, yeah. this is a great building point. And you can't tell me you don't love their weapons. And if Jared Goff is actually as comfortable and gets better next year, don't forget his number one pick is better than the Super Bowl. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, dangerous team. Again, hitting hitting their stride a year early. Um, let's just hope that if you're a Lions fan, that this isn't um, a case of the Jacksonville Jaguars from a season a few seasons ago. They hit their stride really early, made it to the AFC Championship game, and then they've well, fallen back down. Let's so. also hope that they, you know their parts don't get sold off like crazy because that's what True tends that. to happen. True it's like, that. You know, by the time they're good, oh now I'm on Ross St. Brown. We're gonna get a million whatever, picks. You know, yeah, or, yeah. So you know, just hoping they they, they stay 100. percent And there is the rooster. All right, next up. We're going to Broncos at Chiefs. This one, probably not a lot to talk about. Yeah, besides pretty the, easy. Do we need the full three here. minutes? <laughs> you know, I mean, the, the, the 12 and a half points is a question, maybe. You know, um, Fair. whether or not you think the Chiefs are going to cover. I think they do, even though that Broncos defense is good. Chiefs are at home. Over-unders 45. That's another question as well. It's another game I don't know if you bet. But not much to talk about here, Casey, except I'm going to say this. Earlier in the week, Jerry Judy stood up for Russell Wilson and said Russell Wilson is the man. Daniel Hackett has been fired as the coach. Do we see a 180 for the Broncos next season in a sense? Maybe. Or do you think or do you think this is who they are? No, I, I do think that while it shouldn't have fallen all on Hackett, which it hasn't, Russ has taken his fair share of the blame. Um I think that I mean Hackett said it's not fair he got fired for uh having a quarterback who through for less touchdowns than he has bathrooms in his house. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Um, I, I do think that coaching style meshing with the quarterback is big, though. A, a duo we just talked about, Kingsbury and Kyler Murray. You know, that that's that's important. There's You can put a great quarterback out there, and sure, sometimes they may succeed. But if you've got a coach that they don't mesh well with or they don't fit well in their system, like let's not pretend that Drew Brees was Drew Brees just because of how he played. No, no. Sean Payton's Payton system helped let's him not out pretend a ton. That Patty Mahomes exactly. and Isn't Andy Reid aren't like, you know. Hand in hand there's right a now. Reason, there's a reason Andy Reid's on a State Farm commercial because Patty yeah. Mahomes loves his coach. And we were the, we were the in the same mindset with Brady and Belichick. Right. Now Brady kind of branched off, got his own ring, and now we're kind of – it's a little more maybe leaning towards Brady being the whatever – but I, I do think that coaching and quarterback fit is important. Maybe the most important connection in all of sports, honestly, is the quarterback and the coach. And I do think that there was some major disconnect there. I don't think that it was working, obviously. I think that Hackett justifiably probably lost his job. Um, now, if if Russ is poor next season by the halfway point and the trade deadline hits, I think you got to look at maybe moving the guy I mean, for somebody. I don't know what you do. I don't though. know how you move that contract, but yeah, yeah, you got to you got to find another another look, quarterback Russ, in a bad situation. Looking, he's looked better the last couple games, you know. Um, we'll see. I mean, give me Kansas City. Yeah, this Kansas. Um, give me the under on on. Um, I I don't think they take it. What's twelve and a half? I think that's too high. And then what's the over under? Forty five. Um, give me the under on that because if you don't remember last time these guys played. Uh, Chiefs only won by six points, and now we'll see if Russ comes back out. Or is he playing this week? Yeah. Uh, okay, so, yeah. we'll see if Russ comes back out, looks a little more rejuvenated, uh, maybe feels a deeper connection with his receivers out there, and um, that defense might play a little better. You know, They got nothing to lose. They had no first-round pick this year, so let's go out and play. Give me the Chiefs, the points, and the over. Boom. Boom. Done. Rooster. Woo! <laughs>
Rooster. Right, Rooster, baby. Call, call us Allison Chains, baby. Here comes the Rooster. All right. Next up. All right. You said this was your one of your hardest picks of the Ooh, week here. Yeah, this is tough. Dolphins and Patriots. Patriots, two and a half point favorites at home. Will not have Marcus Jones, not Mac Jones, but Marcus Jones, who has been uh, kind of a little spark plug for them lately, especially, yeah. like you said, with Stevenson being hurt and not 100%. So, um, on the flip side, obviously, two is out because of another concussion. Yeah. My God, man. Um, two they came, the NFL and NFLPA made a statement today. I didn't they read said, it, They though. said they didn't see any signs of it in the game. But then Raheem Mostert said he didn't see any signs, but he said the huddle felt off at the end of the game. Interesting. You know, so it's it's curious, man. I mean, look, uh, like I said, nothing else. Want the best for Tua. Yeah. You know, I 100%. mean, don't, don't want anybody to have to give up the game. But Tua, man, like technically it's it's two, but we all think it's three concussions um, in the season. It's three. It's three. <laughs> it's three. It's As someone than, who's it's had more four, than likely it's three, three at least. Yeah. You know, there's probably even, like you said, those micro concussions, you know, that you can't even, like, tell that line is supposed to get. Yeah, man, it's so, so tough. Pat's two and a half point favorites. Look, this is technically a playoff game still. Yeah, both it is. these teams are technically is. still in it. Um, Belichick's got pride. This defense has pride. Teddy Bridgewater's the quarterback for the Miami. I don't think Teddy gets it done. I'm mm-hmm. taking the Pats and the points. I don't know about the over under. It's 41. God, a lot of games at 41 this week. Right. I don't know about this over under, man. I, I I'm probably not touching it. But I think the Pats cover at least by three. So I'll take the Pats to two and a half. What you got, kid? You know why 41 is such a good number is because uh, a lot of these late season games, uh, there was a stat that came out recently that uh, the most popular score for these late season games is like somewhere between the low 20s. I can see so that. 20 to 21, 21, 24, see 20, stuff like that. Yeah, 20, yeah. I, I see a lot of 24, 21 games. Yeah, absolutely. That's 45, baby. Exactly. So, so. I'd be like 45. So 41, maybe I'm going over. So maybe so. Um, yeah, this one's tough, man. Both still playoff teams. <laughs> the only thing that's got me uh, bugging about this one is I don't think the Tua comes back this season. I, I, if I'm the Dolphins, I'm shutting him down. Hey, look, if, if you lose this week, you're shutting him you down. Have sure. you, yeah, have yeah, you have to. Yeah, yeah, you have to. The only reason you bring him back is if you make the playoffs. I mean, that's the only reason Tua should play again is if you make the playoffs. I, I think that the – man, this – again, this is so tough to call. I think that this is one of the um, – man, I think the Dolphins are coming off a loss to the Pack. Um, who I think are in that same kind of uh, tier list as the pack, uh, Pats right now, even though I think Green Bay is a better overall team. At home, in a playoff push, with that defense, man, yeah, I think I'm taking the Pats. I think I'm taking the Pats at home. Um, that offense for New England or for Miami is great. Don't get me wrong. And I think Teddy is a, is a great quarterback. Could maybe be starting somewhere. Teddy, but... Teddy the most frustrated backup in the league? Probably. 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 Probably Probably for the last five seasons. Right. That's what I'm saying. Probably the most frustrated backup in the league. New England. Yeah. (laughs) Rooster, baby. All right. Next up, we got Colts and Giants. Not much to talk about here in terms of the game. I don't know. These Colts have been... Scrappy. Yeah, scrappy, mercurial. The Giants continue to be better than I think they are. You know? Um, So... Uh, like I said, yet again, give uh, give Giant B credit for calling the Giants early in the season. They are in the playoff hunt. To be officially. fair, though, to be fair, though, he's only <coughs> partially right. He said they would be second, second. in the no, conference. You're right, you're right. So, but I, hey, look, we're, I, we're giving him we're giving they, him partial if, credit. If they make the playoffs, I'll give him I, I, I'll give him credit. They got to make the playoffs. Still, this game is huge for them to make the playoffs. They are also five and a half point favorites at home. Over under on this one's only thirty nine. So they think the Colts are even more anemic than most teams. 
Um, this should be the Giants easily. I'll even take the five and a half. I, I think the Colts might be scrappy, but they're not going to be scrappy on the road. Um, I don't even know who's the, who's going to be the quarterback this week. You know, uh, like, it's not going to be Matt Ryan, right? I mean, who they who are the Colts starting quarterback this week? Uh, that's a great question. I'll, I can try to find out for you. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll find out. You, you, you yeah. tell me what you think. Uh, man, this is uh, yeah. Giants are better than expected. <laughs> better than advertised. Um, with all the lack of weapons they have. Yeah, they're sticking Nick Foles. That's right. Sticking with Foles. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's see, right. Like, throw, throw it away, man. Just throw it away. I saw this funny <laughs> stat last night, or this funny video last night, and it was like, man, this week is so weird. It's like we're seeing Nick Foles start, and the last time he had success was 2017 with the Eagles. And now the Commanders are going back with Carson Wentz, and the last time he had real success was... Well, 2017 with the Eagles. <laughs> so it's, it's, that was pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Giants here. Uh, I, I don't know if the Colts um, and Nick Foles' Super Bowl experience is going to be enough to pull this one out. The Giants have been playing and, you know, better give, all season. And give the Giants a lot of credit because they have been beat up, especially yeah. wide receiver, all season. Yeah. And they got guys making plays. Like, you know, Darius Slayton comes back, makes some yep. plays. Uh, Richie James, who, yep. you know, beginning of the season wasn't on anybody's radar, you know. So I well, that defense is overachieving. Oh, the defense like has been crazy. great, too. And yeah. Saquon has had a, 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 a you know, he's he should be up there. He's one of my favorite backs Gino, in the league right now. Geno Smith is probably going to win comeback player of the year. Probably but, so. But but Saquon would be a, a close second. I think so, too. You know, um, so, yeah, I mean, look, this just, I'm just, more what's going to happen with Daniel Jones. Are the Giants going to stick with Daniel Jones after this season? I isn't, think, this, isn't this the deciding season for him? I think that after this, he probably gets an extension, two, three seasons, and I think it'll be because he's still so young. Or do they just franchise tag him like, like, Maybe. like, like you know, like, Maybe. The, like the Commanders did to to um, uh, Cousins for a while when they didn't. Maybe so. Doing, Man, know? I kind of forget that he played there sometimes. Right. Uh, but yeah, they could franchise tag him. I think that ultimately we see him on a shorter deal. Maybe play it out over the next few seasons, see how it goes, and then make the move at quarterback in a, in a few seasons. All right, Giants over under. Uh, over. Over. All right, next up, we got the Panthers and the Bucks. Another game with playoff implications. As I keep saying, these Panthers could still make the playoffs. The Bucks right now are in the driver's seat in the NFC South. But as I said, man, that Panthers running game with Deontay Foreman and Chubba Hubbard. Look, I picked up Chubba Hubbard on a whim in my dynasty league. Yeah. And I am so happy because nice. he's probably going to be the future now with run CMC going in. Foreman, you know, maybe last a season or two, but Hubbard's yeah. going to be there probably. Because Foreman is a vet. He's got, right. little, yeah, he's he's got some, That's yeah. what I say. He's been there. He'll, go, he'll get paid somewhere. Oh, yeah. or, or who knows? Like I said, I don't know. Like I said, he's a vet. He's played eight seasons so far right. in the league or something. Who knows how many he's got. Hubbard's fresh, young. He's going to be with that team for the next eight years probably. And a marketable name, too. <laughs> he's going to sell well, some my jerseys. Chuba. Chuba, he's, gonna, he's still going to sell some jerseys. He is, for sure. And I think we got some rookie cards of his we need we to do. look at. We so. do. Uh, but the Bucks are four-point favorites at home. The over-under is 40-and-a-half. Not 41 this time. We go 40-and-a-half. 40-and-a-half. Uh, look, uh, I, I'm taking the Bucks myself just because, um, you know, it's it, it's it's really what? It, it's that Tom Brady in playoff mode, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, that's that, that that's the key. Tom Brady in playoff mode. I'm taking the Bucks. What do you got? Yeah, I got the Bucks too, and I, I think that it's going to be a closer game. Again, these divisional matchups are always so fun and so different, so unexpected, and I think that the NFC South is always great at giving us these really weird 
um, especially late season divisional games. Um, this could very well be like a ten to six type of game. <laughs> Honestly, a lot of defense, a lot could. of running. You know, um, I mean, Brady's going to be back there passing the ball for sure. But let's not pretend that that defense isn't going to take up a lot of that time, <laughs> and that Carolina is going to be using a lot of that run game. A lot of that clock's right. going to be just and depleted for no reason. Probably a lot of run game for, for Tampa Bay as well Honestly, with, with, yeah. with Fournette and White. You yep. know, so a lot of running, a lot of defense from Tampa Bay. Um, I, I think this is going to be really low scoring. So what's the uh, the over under is forty and a half? Forty. And I'm a half. taking the way under. I on think that. I'm taking the under with you, but I'm going to take the four points in the Bucks, man. You going to take the four? You these four? Yeah, you said, you said ten to six. It's yeah, four. <laughs> yeah. I'll take the four. I'll take the four. Yeah, and ten to six feels like a legitimate score. It could be. Maybe, know? maybe, maybe. Ten, or, uh, Carolina goes for like a two at some point or something. I don't really know, but uh, or maybe they just kick two field goals. Who knows? So right. yeah, ten to six. Give me the bucks. All right. Hey, look, and we beat the rooster this time. So. Yeah, that's right. All right. So next up, Browns and Commanders. Commanders are still in the playoff hunt. Another team better than expected. The for Browns a lot of are ugly, but still they they're like six and nine or something. Yeah. I think you yeah. know. So wow, just how how fitting that that's the record for Deshaun Watson's oh team. Oh god. Oh man, how fitting. Anyways, so Commanders two point favorites at home over under. It is guess what it is. It's forty one. Forty one. Come on. Right. Forty one. So. Where are you going with this, man? I don't know, because, like you said, Wentz is starting again. You know, yeah. it's like the commanders are doing – this is two teams that I, if I could pick them both to lose, I would. Let's, let's be honest. Maybe here. it's a tie. Maybe it's a tie. <laughs> so, because um, – Commanders are already tied once. Exactly. Neither of these teams are really any good. The commanders overachieve, but they just got Chase Young back sort of thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. And it's like, but they get Chase Young back and they pull Taylor Haneke to bring cards because they're doing anything they can to make the playoffs. Kind of like – how my tight started Dobbs instead of Willis. It's like, what did you draft Willis for if you're bringing in Dobbs? Right. Everybody's asked me that. The only thing I can say is, we drafted a quarterback who doesn't fit our offense at all. You know, we had to bring in a quarterback who fit the offense in some ways to try to make the playoffs. Yeah. So that's what, um, you know, Commander's doing everything they can to make the playoffs. I think they have a better team. I do too. You know, but I don't know where. Because wide receiver, it's, it, it, it's kind of even. Amari Cooper, Donovan Peoples-Jones versus, you know, McLaurin and, uh, and, and Jahan Dotson or Curtis Samuel, you know. Running back, it's kind of even, you know. I like Nick Chubb, don't get me wrong. I like Kareem Hunt, and they're really good. But Brian Robinson and, and Antonio Gibson aren't any slouches themselves. So, look, I'm taking the Commanders solely because this game's at home. But I have no real reason besides the game's at home. I don't think the Commanders make the playoffs. I think it's actually detrimental for them to win this game. But could be wrong. So there. I yeah. found a way. I found a way to talk about it. There you go. I'm, I'm taking Washington, too. Again, they're at home. I think that overall, <laughs> and like when I say they have the better depth chart and better team, it's like in Madden aspects. It's maybe like a 79 overall and an 80 overall. Right. You know no, what I mean? It, they're neck and neck it, right it, there. Like I said, they're right there pretty much. And I don't know who has a better quarterback because the molester has not shown anything. No. You know, exciting since he's been back. Not worthy of that two hundred fifty plus million dollar guaranteed contract. <laughs> like what a contract! Dude. Like I said, another quarterback overpaid, and you're not able to get rid of him. Yeah. And versus Carson Wentz, who look, let's be honest with you, beginning of the season, Carson Wentz didn't look bad. It was like game four, game five. He was putting up MVP numbers. He was the beginning of the season. Beginning. So you know, it's maybe you get that Carson Wentz back. 
Maybe that's the key to the commanders. You just rotate quarterbacks every four games. I think we just got to give flowers to the NFC East, honestly, with how, with how much they've exceeded people's expectations. But, but at the same time, do you expect any NFC East team to be in the Super Bowl? No. That's the problem. It's like, as much as you exceed expectations, my man. Oh! Yeah. Oh, there's rooster. the rooster. There's the rooster. All right. Next up, uh, Jags and Texans. Um, like, you know, like, like, like we said, this one, not really have any playoff implication. Houston probably doesn't want to win this game. So they'd like to have the number one pick again for, like, the third time in ten years is or something anybody, like Is anybody close to them? Um, I mean, like, there's a bunch of four – Win teams like they got two wins, so if they won out and a four win team lost out, maybe Chicago's you know? only one game behind. Oh, okay, so there's Chicago. Yeah. yeah, so Chicago's right there. So, look, um, Texans are interesting though. I mean, I think the Texans have a lot of potential going forward. I think they have a lot of good young wide receivers like Chris Moore. We talked we talk about their uh, their 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 uh, strength at running back, even though uh, Damian Pierce is hurt right now. Mm-hmm. Talked about how they're looking good. Davis Mills looks. Like he could be the quarterback of the future there, or at least he's not as bad as some of these guys that are playing right now. You know, so Texans are interesting. They they beat they beat my Titans, obviously. Yep. You know, um, they've got a they're just they're they're just a team looking to piss people off, honestly. And this is a division game, and all you've heard this season, if you're in the AFC South, is how good Trevor Lawrence has looked, or whatever, or how good the Jags have looked. You haven't heard about any other team. Every other team in the NFC South, even the Titans, has been disappointed this season. Only team who's been any good are the Jags. That has so been the narrative. If you're the Texans, how much would you love to win this game, especially a game that the Jags don't have to win? You know? Yeah. So this this is tough. I'm taking the Jags just because I don't think the Jags want to drop this game. But three points, I mean, 40, 43 is the over-under. I'm going under probably. And I don't know, man, three points. I don't even want to touch that three points. This, this could be a really – I'm just straight picking the Jags because I think they might win, but I wouldn't be surprised if Houston wins a game that the Jags don't have to win. You know? No, that's fair. I'm gonna I'm gonna take. I don't really want to touch the points. I'd probably go under as well. Um, I'm taking Jacksonville. I think they're the better overall team. Uh, but another big thing, another interesting statistic. Even though the uh, Texans are two twelve and one, the two games that they've won were on the road. They're winless at home, hmm. and they're at home in this game. Ha! So hey. I. They gotta get the home fans a win, man. Right. Come on. I guess maybe, but <laughs> I, I I I think that maybe it's a little a little too late for them. Uh, let's see, and yeah, and they're on the road <laughs> next week, so this is the this is this the is chance. It. This is the one. This is the chance. That almost makes me want to pull for the Texans, <laughs> to be honest. But well, I mean, you do you want to pull for? Yeah, the Texans. I like I like T Law. Um, I like the weapons that they have there. I think that there's a lot of um a lot of young pieces that are gonna continue to mesh really well, and I. I, I, this should be not necessarily a gimme game, but this should be a game they win by a touchdown or two. So, it should be. Like I said, this should be a, a gear up for the playoffs. This should be, like I said, this is why I think the Chiefs beat the Broncos because I don't. I feel like at this point, if you're not putting on a team, yeah, then you're not ready for the playoffs. But again, uh, that Houston's Texans pass defense mm-hmm. is second in the last six weeks in uh, yards allowed per receivers well, they, they on did, the opposite they team. They did so. play the Titans. So. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the rooster says, no, no Titans. <laughs> it says, it says Titans. Awful. Not making the playoffs. <laughs> All right. Next up, Niners and Raiders. Niners and Raiders. As we said, Raiders saying goodbye to Derek Carr. Hello to Jared Stidham or somebody as the future. The Niners, man, like, said hello to Brock Purdy, and they feel pretty purdy about it yeah. since then. Um, so the only piece they're missing right now is Debo. So, 
Which he, I think he's scheduled. He's slated he to come back. Almost, he was almost ready, I think. I, I don't think They're not rushing him back, No, though. there's no reason to. Yeah. Why rush him back when you're I mean, well, an 11-win right, team? Well, right now, I think, like, what? They're, uh... <coughs> mostly they're fighting for seeding. In, 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 and like I said, this is a game that's important for seeding when it comes to the number one seed in the, uh, in the NFC. Yeah, like I said, Eagles are up top. Yeah, they're currently the fourth seed. Yeah, so it's Eagles, Vikings, Cowboys, Niners. Right, Eagles, Vikings, Cowboys. Like I said, if you look at it, you know, it's like, bam. The uh, Like I said, they're right there with uh, – um, well, technically, they're, they're, I don't know if they're ahead of the Cowboys because Eagles and the Cowboys, one of them, like I said, is going to be a wild card. Dude, imagine you know I mean? if the top four seeds in the NFC all finish 12-4. Um, and four. <laughs> Or uh, not 12-4, Um what would, be, would it be 13 to 4? Yeah, 13 to 4. 13. Imagine happen. if they all finished 13 to 4. It could happen. Because like look, there's no reason the Niners don't win out, so they should finish 13 and 4. This week, if Philly stumbles against the Saints, which the, could could happen, like I said, we, we've picked against it, but could happen. And then we'll get to the Minnesota Green Bay game. Your Packers have to win, you know? So it, it, it could be, a, like I said, this, is, this could be a game that. Yeah, let's see if the Niners win out, could be number one seed overall. I said, give me the Niners easily in this game. Nine and a half's not enough. Um, especially playing over there in Vegas. A nice stadium. Gonna be a lot of easy running room for uh for, for run CMC, good turf and whatnot. Yep. Like I say, it's just real grass that they bring in there. So um like I said, give Love me the, that, by the way. Yeah, give me the Niners, baby, all day long. Forty two and a half. I don't know if I'm touching that over under because I don't know how much the Raiders are gonna score. Probably not much. Yeah, probably probably going to be under. You're probably right. Yeah, a lot of defense and a lot of running from San Francisco. Uh, a lot of nothing from Las Vegas. So I, yeah, think, I mean, how healthy is Jacobs right now? Because he was getting banged up even, right? Yeah, I, I don't. I think he's scheduled to play, but um, <laughs> yeah, but I don't know how effective is he going to be? How, yeah. Especially now, you know that's the only weapon they've got. I don't know unless Jared Stidham comes out there and is just it, maybe he's the next Brock Purdy. Whatever. Who, who knows? You know what I mean, so. Yeah, I'm I'm taking uh, I'm taking San Fran. Oh, here, breaking easily. news: D Hop is out for that Arizona game, so D Hop doesn't even want to play with Arizona anymore. So look, man. Yeah, the, why would you play him at this point? No, but, honestly, look, the Cardinals—they just falling apart in general. I mean, you got JJ Watts retiring yeah. after middle of the season. Don't forget, JJ Watts like heart palpitations. I don't care. Put me in there. Yeah. End of the season, he's like, I'm done. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> nah, had a nice run. I'm not going right. to retire when my heart's about to explode. Right. But let, you know. Niners take the points and take the under, and then we're going to get the rooster. The rooster. All right. Moving on to the next game. Yet Tough again, one. playoff implications Tough on this one. one. Jets and Seahawks. Jets get Mike White back. Nice. Which should be for better. Mm-hmm. Jets are one and a half point favorites even on the road. Seahawks over under is 42 and a half. I'm taking the Seahawks here at home, man. Um, I am too. I, okay. I mean, look, and it's not anything against the Jets. It's more the Seahawks at home. I think they have the better team. Um, and then you're playing at home. And that's I, – I, 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 can't, I can't buy into the Jets, man. The Jets like, – I want to like Mike White, but like, I think it's like his name. It's, it's like just the most boring name on the planet. Like Mike has to be like a top – what, three or four names? Hey, hey, shout out to my boy Mike White. I know somebody realized yeah, his name see, is Mike White. <laughs> you know, I mean, my dad's name's Mike, so I'd say yeah, Mike yeah, is yeah. a pretty common name. It is a pretty common name. And White has to be, what, the whitest name you can have is White, right? You're not wrong. It so, is pretty white. Yeah. I mean, look, I want to I wanna root for him. Like, we've talked about how good all this, all the, um, all, all, the te- all the all the other position players are for the Jets. Talk about yeah. how good that defense is. Yeah. 
But Seattle Sauce Gardner over, over there, dude. Seattle been overachieving all the time. Like I said, if anything, we both got to eat a big Seattle Seahawks submarine sandwich of 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 of, of, of wrongness. For Me the more so than anybody, dude. <laughs> I was so low on them, and I um, mean they're gonna they can make the playoffs. You almost had them not winning a game. <laughs> if if they somehow let's okay, if they make the playoffs and win their wild card game, I'll buy a Seahawks jersey. Oh. You got my word, Seahawks. I'll, I'll buy it. It'll probably be a, a, a retro player. It'll probably be a retro jersey. But I'll, 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 I'll lynch or somebody. Maybe or um, who was the um, who was the fullback that played for them? Oh man, I, I I'm gonna draw a blank on his name. I'll find it. I'll find it after this. But yeah, give me Seahawks at home. What's the over under for this one? Forty two and a half. Jets by a point and a half. Well, I mean, I got the Seahawks winning. So right. I, uh, ignore that. I. Under I think I might this. go under here too. Yeah. I don't know if I'm touching this one though. I don't know. What's I'm not betting happen. anything on this. Yeah, yeah I, I'm leaving this over under alone. I feel pretty confident the Seahawks win. Yeah, and like I said, if you take that, you don't have to worry about the points. Um, but yeah, this over under look, it could c- turn out to be a shootout. Uh, um, Tyler Lockett's supposed to be back this week, so you nice. Know, That's good for them. Yeah, so it's it's already and like I said, they got that running game with Kenneth Walker and whatnot. Or Kenneth Runner, as we like to call him. There you go. So, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see what's up with that one. All right, and look, we beat the rooster on this one as well. Come on. All right, so next up then. Oh, Casey. Oh, here we go, brother. <laughs> Vikings, Packers, your pack. Three-point favorites at home. Over-under is 47 and a half. Yep. Tell me about, tell me how your Packers win this game. We do, brother. We do. How? Um, how? Very efficiently. <laughs> I, I don't really know how to answer that question. You know, I think that Rodgers is slowly getting more acclimated with the weapons that, that we have. Is Watson going to play? Uh, I haven't seen yet. I'll find out for you, though. But, uh, yeah, I think that the Packers are – this is kind of like what we do. I think that I, I wish we would have had another win or two under our belt before we started getting all this momentum going into the end of the season. But doesn't this kind of feel Rodgers-esque? you know, leading us until the last second of the season to see if we make the playoffs. I did see this big conspiracy going around that um, Rodgers intentionally did this so that way he could keep the starting gig all season and they wouldn't start Jordan Love and he'd be embarrassed and stuff like that because we still got potential to make the playoffs. <laughs> if we lost another game two, three, four, five weeks ago, we'd be out of the playoff race and we'd probably already bench Rodgers by now and probably be starting Love. Rodgers apparently doesn't want that. That's the new conspiracy going around. There's always conspiracies regarding Aaron Rodgers. It's crazy how much the Packers and the Buccaneers kind of align for me right now. Yeah. They both have a running game that, that they should lean on. They both have wide receivers that they can't rely on. Yeah. For some reason, the Bucs have turned, it's turned – or maybe it's more that Brady isn't reliable as Rodgers anymore, whatever it I is. I think that's probably more it, – it, It's probably partly that. But, but both these teams, though, are now – in, in the winner-go-home mode. And these are guys that it's hard to bet against in the winner-go-home. As for Christian Watson, he's a, he could be a game-time Yeah, he said he returned to practice on Friday. He's a limited participant. And he should questionable. go. They, they said he should go. So Christian Watson should be there. Calling this right now, if Christian Watson does start with this hip injury, um, probably going to have a big day. I, it's There's kind of that weird little... I don't know, man. You know, I, I always talk about, like, gut feeling, and uh, Jonathan and Chad always kind of chuckle at me a little bit. But most times this season where I've had a gut feeling about a player or a team or a game, most of the time it happens. And there was, like, this one week where I went on a nice little stretch of uh, predictions where I was like, man, I don't know, 10 of these games feel like gut predictions, and I, I got them. Um, I just feel like if Watson does play, him and Rodgers have a really good connection. I think that Rodgers is – 
this is kind of where he thrives in that last late season push. I think that Minnesota has shown a lot more vulnerability than a lot of people think, and especially with how bad that defense is. If our defense can even step it up and be a 15 to 10th ranked defense against that Minnesota, I mean, we've seen it. Jay Jettis can be locked up. I mean, you know, in some ways, I don't think the Vikings want to win this game. I don't think they do either. I think if I'm the Vikings, I want to rest some guys. I yeah. want to rest Justin Jefferson. Yeah. I want to rest, like, Dalvin Cook, because these guys are getting beat up. All right, give us your Packers. You're taking Pack too? Yeah, I'm taking the Pack. Let's go. Go Pack, go. Go Pack, go. Die. Um, you know we haven't disagreed on a single game so far. Are we not? Nope. Sure haven't. Well, we're not Atlanta, gonna... Detroit, Kansas City, New I think, England, New well, York. Well, we might disagree on the last two. I don't think we're going to disagree on this one, though. Next up. Oh, shoot. <laughs> next we, lost, up... we lost the rooster. All right, well, I got the rooster back. All right, next up, Rams and Chargers. Chargers, six and a half point favorites at home. I'm pretty sure we're both taking the Chargers. Yeah, here. we might beat the Rooster on this one. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not sure what there's Pause. to talk about on this. You know, I mean, what uh, R- Rams and 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 the future at quarterback is like the only thing. Who would you rather have going forward, Stafford or uh, or or Baker? I would definitely have Baker going forward. I mean, cheaper contract, right? Um, uh, more throwing ability, it seems, even though he's a lot shorter. But I mean, more, 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 more time left in the league for sure. You yeah, know? that's a big one. But yeah. I mean, Stafford is was is Stafford the better quarterback on, on any given Sunday right now? If they're both healthy, is Stafford the better quarterback? Yeah, I think so. But I, I think that we've seen over the last two seasons that health is now a concern for Stafford. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't really a concern for him in Detroit because no, no. He, I mean, I think I, I'm surprised he wants to come back. If I'm Stafford, yeah, I, I got mean, my ring. I've set records, I, and I'm now living in L.A. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm already, I'm already fine. I got my dream house. I've, I've got the wife and everything. Let's just, let's just. He can definitely beach. go into television when he's done. Oh God, broadcasting, yeah. he'd be a star. Yeah, you know, I like, mean, I don't. I mean, maybe there's one more year because he's got things that needs to work out. But I really don't see him. Pl- I know he's playing next year, yeah, because he said he is, yeah. But I don't know if he's playing the year after that, yeah, I, sort of thing. I, well, my my isn't even about the year after that. Is is he going to make the whole season as right. playing right. as a player? You know, you know, because I mean, I, I feel like you know, one one more loss, and both Brady or Rogers check out this season, and I feel like Stafford in some ways checked out this season once he lost yeah. once he lost Cooper Cup, you know. So I don't blame him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I, I, and then what? Do you keep Baker on as as a backup for next season? Do you let Baker go? Like, what happens with if you're Baker? Do you stay and play as a backup for a team that maybe you're going to be the successor for in a year or two? I mean, if I'm Baker, I'm looking at the situation at hand, and um, would I sit behind Stafford for a year and then have the chance to play with Cooper Cup? Absolutely, I would. Um, there's arguably no receiver that's better in the league than Cooper Cup to some people. Uh, there are obviously good receivers in the league, great receivers in the league, but Cooper Cup is a solidified one through three option in the entire league. If I'm Baker Mayfield, I've got that defense on the opposite side. I get to sit behind one of the, arguably one of the best to ever play, statistically at least, and then I get to go play with Cooper Cup next season. I don't know that there are many situations better than that in the league that's because saying, Baker's, you know? had, Baker's had two chances already with other squads. Right. And... They haven't necessarily worked out in his favor. If I'm Baker, I'm probably parking it for a season and, and grateful that I have a contract. So Because Cleveland and, and Carolina didn't want you. Those are two teams and that... Look, Carolina now kind of happy with Sam Darnold. Exactly. So. so, I don't know, man. Yeah, if I'm Baker, I'm staying in L.A. and I'm taking advantage of the situation that's in front of me. All right, Chargers, six and a half. Taking it? Yep. Yep. Over, under 42. Yep. 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 <laughs> All right. Next up, game of interest because the Steelers technically 
are still in the playoff picture. And the Ravens are uh, kind of floundering with, uh, with with no Lamar Jackson. Tyler Huntley starting again. Ravens two-point favorites at home. Yeah, they got a nice record since Tyler Lamar also needs out, to though. win this game to stay above 500. Yep. You know, um, not, not, not have that season slip below. Uh, this, like I said, for me, this is the toughest game to pick. Because I have no idea, especially because I, I don't believe in the Ravens, man. I just don't. I just have no like I don't know how they've got ten wins. Uh, yeah, I mean since Lamar's gone down, they've been on a nice little streak. Uh, they they have a nice little stretch. I think he's been out for what four games. I think they're three and one since Something he's out. Like that, yeah, 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 they've been on a nice run without him, which is unfortunately bad for Lamar. This is going to make all the I mean, all the, the analysts and front office it's guys just such see. A, I don't know how they're. Ten, I just don't know how they got the ten wins. I don't know how they did it. Um, I would have to go back and dissect their games, but, right, um, but they haven't looked good all season, even with Lamar. You know, right? Um, I this <coughs> one, this one was actually pretty easy for me to pick. Um, well, are you taking the Ravens or the Steelers? I'm here? taking the Steelers. Oh well, shoot! I think that there are instances in in sports where the football gods just kind of look down and they kind of ensure that things happen. And I think that Pittsburgh should have lost three games ago and been and been out of that plus five hundred you know, race for Tomlin. They're winning games that they shouldn't. And it seems as though the coaching in this late season, when a lot of teams are losing their coaches or are going through staff changes and player changes, whether it be for injury or whatever else, one thing has stayed consistent in Pittsburgh and that's been Tomlin. And I I think that Tomlin's coaching is just going to be superior here. I think it's going to be another, like I said, low scoring, hard hitting game. And I think that Pittsburgh takes it and brings them up to eight and eight. And then we're looking at next week where Pittsburgh plays, let me see if I can find it. I think it's another divisional game. Um, Pittsburgh plays Cleveland, and Pittsburgh is at home. That's what I'm saying. The football guys are looking down on the Pittsburgh Steelers. And like, Tomlin, you're going to have above 500. You've got to have – and imagine what that does for his legacy to take this team to plus 500. No, not only that, then he's also in playoff contention because being 9-8 exactly. being and eight is could possibly get you into the well, seventh he, seed. He, let's say you even miss it. Let's say you miss the, that last seventh seed – Imagine the the flex that it is to say I took this team to nine and eight, and then we could we didn't make it in. Like we were still so good, and like we were we were good in a competitive AFC, and they still had that record. I'm just saying, man, it, the writing is on the wall for Pittsburgh and Tomlin, and it looks like they're going to be above 500. So I'm taking Pittsburgh. Now give me the Steelers as well, except that for me it's it's not so much. It's maybe stars are aligning that Lamar's yeah. out for this game and whatnot. I'd like to say right. Ravens just been floundering too much. I don't have any faith in Tyler Huntley like I did at the beginning of the season. He was my favorite backup going into this season. But even though they, he doesn't have a losing record, hasn't looked great. All right. There's Rooster. Well, one game to disagree on then, Casey, or we're 15 and 15. <laughs> How and, am I going to catch up to you in standings? And nobody's going nobody's gonna to have any reason to listen to this podcast if we disagree the whole time. So here we go. That's Monday, a good analysis. Monday Night Football. Uh, Bills at Bengals. Bills are one and a half point favorites on the road. The over under is fifty, which feels low. Give me the Bengals and the oh yeah, we're just agreeing on all these, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, dude. I'm. I think Cincinnati's one of the hottest teams in football right now, and I think Buffalo, the same way that Minnesota's done, is showing a lot of vulnerability. Um, but I think more importantly, Buffalo's got such a great record that I don't really. I don't want to say that they're not worried about this game. I think they're going to go out. I think they're going to play really hard. But if they drop this game, sure, as competitors, you're going to be disappointed. 
But they're looking to playoffs, and I think so is Cincinnati. And I think this game is bigger for Cincinnati to win than it is for Buffalo to win. So I'm taking Cincinnati at home. I'm just you, you. You went out on when we were doing our NBA talk, and you were talking about teams that you know are kind of you're calling it right now for the Nuggets. This Cincinnati team, I think it's better than last year. I think way more experience under their belt, and I think Burrow is kind of showing that he is kind of the guy, one of them at least. I think he's solidifying himself as a top five quarterback, maybe even a top three quarterback in the league. And I think the Cincinnati team is really good. If they win this game, I think they might bolt into my favorites from the AFC. Hey, look, Bengals love to show out. Joe Burrow loves to show out. He comes up for games like this. He wants to be the guy who's better than Patty Mahomes. He wants to be the guy that's better than Josh Allen. And on top of that... Like you said, it, 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 this might be the best Bengals team, you know, the team we're not talking. Like, who was in the Super Bowl last year? Bengals. And who who was the preseason favorite to be in the Super Bowl from the AFC? Was it the Chiefs? No, the Bills. Oh, Everybody's yeah, Everybody's yeah. talking about the Bills and Josh Allen. This is going to be their year. Oh, I thought you were talking about last season. No, 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 this season. We're right? good, we're good, we're good. Right. Yeah, so the Bengals come out of being in the Super Bowl and get no respect. None. No respect. None. And what team they get no respect about? The Bills. Here we go. Bengals, Bills, and I know they don't play each other on, you know, head-to-head Joe Burrow and Josh Allen. For sure. But this is, like I said, a game that Joe Burrow wants to come out and show, like, anything you can do, I can do better. So you better believe that if Josh Allen comes out and has, like, a 25-yard run in the first quarter or something, that by the third quarter, Joe Burrow's going to have run three times for 40 yards or something. And yeah. he's not a he's not usually a rushing quarterback, you know what I mean? Right. But he's gonna he's got that gamer mentality. Joe Burrow might be because only because Patty Mahomes already has a Super Bowl, and I think once you win it, a little bit of that edge goes away. Just a little so bit. For sure. Just a little bit. For sure. I think Joe Burrow is the most dangerous quarterback in the NFL, the most competitive maybe right now, and he is hungry for blood. Give me the over and the bangles, baby. And here we go. Here comes the rooster. Bring it one last time. All right. There we go. All your week 17 NFL picks against the spread with over-unders, with good analysis. What else you want for the Kings, baby? Come on. We'll bring you some basketball soon. Like I said, we got all sorts of fun things coming up. We're going to get our video cameras aligned, get our room all, 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 all waxed out. We're going to have some interviews coming up. You know, I'm gonna, yep. by, by that point, I'm going to be calling my boy Pancho Glover, try to get some Jonathan Ogden maybe on this show. Might have some 2K and some Madden things Oh, on the yeah, way. don't forget about the Twitch and, and videos coming up. You know, obviously, we got the card openings on TikTok and whatnot. We're going to get better at the TikTok. I'm going to get better. Better at the TikTok. I'm, mo- I'm moving into so uh, uh, you know peeling the curtain back a little bit. We've all kind of been through some stuff here in SWLA over the last few years, and a lot of us are still kind of recovering. We're getting to that point, and uh, me moving into a new home, it's going to ha- allow us to have some more creative space mm-hmm. that we can use to create more content that we want to create. Um, 2023, I think, is the year that the Tailgate Kings stop working for other people and we work for the kingdom. Here we go, so, baby. I feel I feel a good, good, good vibe about 2023. Hopefully, you're feeling a good vibe about 2023. Go be a boss. Control your day. Win it, my man. Get everything done. Hit us up on Twitter. Find us on YouTube. Find us on Facebook. Always hit up the website. Twitch, TikTok, Instagram, all that stuff, baby. TikTok. TikTok. Tailgate Kings. Tailgate <laughs> Kings wishing you a happy new year. Go make 2023 the best We'll see you in the new year. And hey, good luck if you got a fantasy final this week. 
And if you're like me, you got a fantasy semifinal. Good luck, because week 18 probably going to be even uglier. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. Merry New Year. That's right.